you know so by default we the way we use our phones and the way we consume media has changed fundamentally uh, and brands who seek both short-term trading results and long-term brand equity and health growth cannot discount traditional media such as print in a balanced and rounded media mix so there is an absolute opportunity to harness that second screen experience um, and use it to create a more sticky and engaging reading experience. Hello, and thanks for joining us today for the latest in our In Conversation series of podcasts created as part of Canon's Ascent programme. These podcasts are centred around the Make It Mantra and the themes in Canon's Insight Report, Creating Customer Value. I'm Jackie Hobson, and today I'm going to be talking to Stefano Biondi, who's co-founder and one of the directors of Fusion Media. Hi, Steph. Thanks for being with us. Hey, yeah. Thanks so much for inviting me on, Jackie. Uh, It's great to be on. I read the report with much interest, so I'm delighted to be here to talk through some of the findings with you. Uh, And yeah, really looking forward to the conversation today. Delighted to have you with us. Before we chat about the Insight Report, Steph, can you give us a quick overview of Fusion Media and what it is that you do there? Sure. Yeah, happy to. So the team here at Fusion Media, we're made up of print and publisher industry veterans. And so we intimately understand the challenges and the opportunities that today's world brings. My co-founders and I, you know, we've worked for the likes of Bauer, for Hearst, for Lagardere, and have previously been editors and content creators. We've been publishers and content distributors. And also we've been client side. So we've been in the shoes of an advertiser. So we really do bring perspectives from all sides of the ecosystem. Uh, In terms of our technology, we are an image recognition platform, and we apply that image recognition to the world of media. So, of course, I'm mostly talking to you today about how our technology works on the print medium, but we do have a full 360 suite of image recognition products that can activate the full mix, including TV, DM, out of home, point of sale, and even product packaging as well. Uh, And essentially, we harmonize the second screen experience by fusing traditional media and digital content together. So the reader simply needs to take a mobile photo of the page that they're reading to be taken straight to the most relevant and personalized digital journey determined by our clients. So this of course could include a product purchase journey or a deeper content engagement journey or a partner brand activation journey, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the best part of all of it is that we make all of this possible without the need to add QR codes or watermarking, fingerprinting or changing the creative whatsoever. And therefore, it can also be applied retrospectively to any content already created. So yeah, in summary, we enable our publisher clients to create a more connected consumer experience and further monetize their audiences via a new genre in mobile advertising. And we're calling that new genre visual commerce. Visual commerce, oh, that sounds fascinating. And of course, anything that has print at its heart is going to be interesting for our listeners. So thanks for sharing that. And um, back to the Insight Report. I'm gathering that you enjoyed reading it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It's a great piece. Firstly, uh, to be honest, I wasn't at all surprised to read that print is still in absolute rude health, that there is still bucket loads of trust amongst consumers, client-side print teams and PSPs alike in the value that print offers, uh, and also that there is always more we can do, right, as an industry to measure and better inform our future plans. You know, that's obvious. Uh, Also, I couldn't agree more 
that there's always opportunity for all actors in our industry to further strengthen the roles we each play, you know, to, to build deeper relationships across the stakeholders and add more value by expanding our immediate remits. And so I think that 10-point plan perfectly encapsulates that. Yes, it's proving to be a valuable takeaway. And it's good if it helps the reader to come away with a with a positive idea of how to move forward and an understanding maybe of, of what your direction of travel needs to be. So as you know, Steph, I'm keen to talk about being multi-channel, which is the report's call for PSPs to understand print's role in different customer journeys and uh, what it calls place print in a campaign context. Can I ask, what do you think is print's role? You know, how do you, how do you think it, it, it plays a part? Well, you know, it is an empirical fact that a blend of, of brand marketing and digital performance marketing is what solid foundations uh, for long-term growth are built on. So to, to use an analogy that I quite like, you know, brand marketing is rather like the air cover or the air support, uh, whilst per- digital performance marketing is the ground troops that come in after uh, and sweep things up. Uh, and brands who seek both short-term trading results and long-term brand equity and health growth cannot discount traditional media such as print in a balanced and rounded media mix. Uh, But for me, a couple of the salient findings of the report uh, were on the need for for PSPs to show innovation, to enhance their product offering, but really to, to help reframe the conversation on effectiveness uh, to ensure it's viewed correctly against its role in the media mix uh, and not directly compared to a different digital channel uh, that doesn't serve the same purpose in the funnel. Uh, and for me, it's incumbent on us in the print industry to own that conversation and own the reframing of it. Uh, but yeah, for me, you know, the summary for me is that print is, is far from dead. It's not even on life support. It's alive and kicking. Alive and kicking. Absolutely. And I have to say, I completely 100% agree, you know, we shouldn't be comparing print to another channel. It, it, it is a different channel, uh, it's a complementary channel, um, and that we have to see it ourselves as having a, a, a purpose in the funnel, that, it, that it's rightfully there. So if we can drill down a bit more then and talk about print in a, a campaign context, the report highlights some perceptions of print, and many of them are obviously very positive that it's trusted medium indicator of quality etc etc but there are also the negatives in there that it's slow expensive is is this a is this an objection that you're coming up against too sure it is so we work with weeklies fortnightlies you know monthly frequencies and across segments including consumer magazines national press and contract or customer magazines too uh, we also have catalogs and gift guide clients which are a very lean-in, you know, purposeful shopping experience. So we have a very nice vantage point over the industry uh, and can honestly say that some segments of the market are undoubtedly seeing some pressures, you know, but, but when you look at some of the circulation numbers coming out of publishers that have, that have food or, or homes titles in their portfolio, they have seen some incredible growth over the past 18 months. So it is a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. However, consumers really do have a deep connection and audiences who look to their favorite mags uh, for context, for ideas, for information. You know, they, they trust the editorial voice of their favorite publications. They buy the products that they review. They buy from the advertisers that those publications carry. Uh, and consumer behavior has also fundamentally changed during COVID. 
you know, the, the role of the phone and the camera lens has really moved to the forefront due to the use of QR codes being so prevalent in, in both practical and social situations, certainly here in the UK. Um, and, you know, remote or online researches in, researching and purchasing, sorry, has boomed for everyone due to simple practicality and also necessity. You know, so by default, we the way we use our phones and the way we consume media has changed fundamentally. Uh, there's also lots of anecdotal evidence supporting the view that magazines offer a trusted environment that readers use to speed up and, and, and shortcut research and purchasing decisions, whether they are shopping out of necessity or pleasure. Uh, and that lean back magazine reading experience and behavior allows information to be absorbed with less distraction and more focus. And that sounds like a, a heady combination, a winning combination. So you've got the, the magazine being the trusted environment and, and print the trusted medium then. Um, so what, what does that give us? What does that offer us, that combination? So there's a real opportunity, we believe, to reimagine the reading and the content consumption experience. Most consumers are second screening anyway, whilst reading the publication. So there is an absolute opportunity to harness that second screen experience um, and use it to create a more sticky and engaging reading experience. So technology such as ours can make a static print asset more dynamic in nature by surfacing more timely or, or relevant digital content to enhance and augment that physical copy. So it can add you know, a layer of direct response and immediacy to a medium famous for brand building and for brand awareness. Um, it, we allow a publisher to connect marketing channels by specifying the onward journey. Uh, it gets the consumer straight to where the publisher wants them to go and bypasses intermediary steps in the purchase funnel like search engines or affiliates, etc. We can also help uh, avoid that search engine drop-off point in the journey where consumers can get distracted by competitors or maybe you know find the search process itself quite frustrating trying to find the right destination and clicking multiple times, etc. cetera. Uh, we also provide you know, those instant results and gratification for consumers as part of that reading experience. Uh, it's much more direct and targeted than general generic digital advertising, uh, which relies on targeting and, and clever you know, search optimization, etc. The magazine itself or the publication acts already as that primary filter to reach the right audience. And ultimately, yeah, it's just more genuine innovation in the print space. So that's a whole host of benefits, a good long list right there. Okay, so one of the things that we often hear, Steph, is the inability to track or measure the impact that our print has uh, in the same way and as perhaps as swiftly and easily as we would do with the digital channels. And we've just we've just countered some of those, I think. But I, I guess you've got some pretty strong views on, on measurability, have you? So print has unrivaled ability over digital so from impact and authority, you know, emotional engagement, uh, but clients, perhaps quite rightly, you know, always seeking ways to try and measure and optimize that part uh, of their media budget. So we're all familiar with various methodologies, such as, you know, sample groups and uplift studies, etc. And more recently, with the resurgence of QR codes, you know, here in the UK, as a result of COVID, you know, we're all helping to build up uh, for our clients a picture of effectiveness. But, but what happens when brands stop traditional media advertising such as print? Well, it is an, you know, an immutable fact that when brands stop advertising, 
their sales volume and market share decline, you know, and, and that is evidence in a very recent report from, from Byron Sharp and his team over at the Ehrenberg Bass Institute. It's well worth a read, actually, if you haven't done so already. Um, so what we are seeing work in the market today is this notion of print plus. So let me, let me unpack that a little bit. So all ad clients and agencies know the role of above the line and, and print media compared to digital performance media. So they're not judging success solely on how many sales print ads or print publications uh, and advertorial drive, as they know that reach and awareness are primarily what they're buying compared to direct response. Um, but the value lies in the fact that our clients are activating their print assets in a kind of top-down way to make it direct response enabled. And they are shouting about it to their audiences, you know, editorially to educate them and encourage them to use it, which is what is setting them apart and helping them formulate insights around print media, interaction behaviors, media consumption trends, etc., compared to those publishers that aren't activating their assets. Hence, you know, we really like the way our clients are positioning it as print plus. Print plus. Yeah, I mean, it's a fairly simple label, isn't it? But one arguably we all should be uh, shouting about, we should all be talking about. I've, I've been fascinated to read about your technology and to hear about it from you, Steph, um, about the application for making print shoppable. But I'm guessing that it's got other applications too. Direct mail, for example. And I understand that obviously that much of your work is with media owners and agencies. But is this something a regular PSP, a printer, could get involved in too? Yes, yes, you're absolutely right in that our primary clients are media owners uh, and ad agencies. However, most aren't you know, vertically integrated and don't have their own print operations. Uh, and so they all work with PSPs to produce the end product. So there is an absolutely an opportunity for the PSPs themselves to be involved at earlier stages in the production process. So they very much are a specific part of our go-to-market strategy. So we work with PSPs in a number of different ways. Uh, some of them choose to white label our technology, uh, and we just sort of stay backstage behind the scenes, uh, and, and then they brand it up as an extension of their existing product suite. Other clients of ours introduce us as a partner, uh, and we deal direct with the end client, uh, and others like us to take a little bit of more of a, of a side role where they handle end client comms, but they're aware of our technology and we're a separate partner. So. We have no preference, really. We provide all of the sales enablement tools and materials needed for PSPs to get started quickly. Uh, and feedback that we're getting is that offering visual commerce technology like ours is helping them win new and retain existing business. Uh, and it's better for the industry as a whole, the more people jump on board. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter who initiates the conversation um, and where it starts, who even who owns the relationship. Essentially, what you're saying is that there is a part for PSPs to, to, to play in this and an opportunity for, for people to get involved and for everybody to, to make some money out of it, which is, which is great. Um, OK, fascinating stuff. Um, it's been really good to talk to you, Steph, and great to hear your take on, the, on this subject and on the report. Thanks for sharing your views and ideas. Before you go, though, obviously, we've been talking about uh, mantras. Do you have a mantra of your own, one that steers you, something that you live by? We'd be fascinated to hear it. So I previously worked for over a decade um, at an incredibly successful company where the inspiration and precursor to the NPS was taken. So, uh, and so providing exceptional customer service was baked into everything we did there. 
So I lean on that mantra frequently here where, you know, if you fo focus first and foremost on your customers and then your team, then the rest falls into place. Uh, and I can honestly say that it's worked pretty well so far for me. And if it ain't broken, don't fix it. That's what they say, isn't it? It's obviously um, a mantra that's worked really well for you today, Steph. So it's been really interesting and uh, I'm sure people are going to want to, to know more and learn a bit more about Fusion. Uh, I guess the best place to start is your website and we're spelling Fusion P-H-U-Z-I-O-N, aren't we? So www.fusion.media, is that right? Yeah, that, that's right. So check out our site on uh, www.fusion.media uh, and of course any of your listeners can reach me directly on LinkedIn or at Stefano at fusion.media and I'd be happy to connect directly. Uh, but yeah, just again, wanted to say thanks so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, really enjoyed the chat. Thanks so much, Kathy. Thanks, Steph. And thanks too for, for listening. We do hope you found value in what you've heard and that you'll check out the other podcasts in this series. If you'd like to read a copy of the Insight Report, it is available for download via the link on the podcast homepage where you access this recording. Or alternatively, you can ask your Canon account manager for a printed copy. The Canon Ascent programme has a wealth of other content too, articles, tools and top tips specifically designed for PSPs to help support their future business development. If you're interested in finding out more, click the link on the podcast page, search Canon Ascent programme or again speak to your Canon account manager. See you next time.